This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Congress is looking to stop agencies from being able to enforce the president's workforce executive orders. Homeland Security is getting closer to having a permanent headquarters. And the Environmental Protection Agency wants to help cities keep their transit systems clean. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A draft 2021 appropriations bill makes another attempt to restrict agencies from enforcing the president's 2018 workforce executive orders. The House Appropriations Subcommittee on Financial Services wants to stop agencies from restricting official time and banning unions from occupying federal office space. The bill also includes new language restricting the merger of the Office of Personnel Management with the General Services Administration. It also gives the IRS $606 million more for taxpayer services and enforcement next year. The GSA Federal Buildings Fund would get over $9 billion. A 1% federal pay raise looks more likely for civilian employees next year. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has details. House appropriators released the draft version of their financial services and general government bill for next year, and the bill is silent on federal pay for civilian employees in 2020. That means House appropriators are essentially deferring to the president's proposed federal pay raise. Trump introduced a 1% across-the-board raise for federal employees as part of his 2021 budget request. The plan includes no locality pay adjustments. A 1% raise will likely go into effect starting January 1st unless Congress acts in some other way. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Homeland Security Department moves one step closer to a consolidated headquarters. The House Appropriations Committee would give the General Services Administration $200 million to continue work on the DHS campus at St. Elizabeth's. The campus has been under construction for more than a decade, and several DHS components have walked away from plans to relocate there. GSA on Thursday will give the National Capital Planning Commission an update on its master plan for the campus. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency may have the opportunity to expand its budget. A provision in the Senate Defense Authorization Bill asks CISA how expanding its budget could help meet its mission priorities. The bill calls on CISA to submit a report of how additional resources could improve public and private sector cybersecurity and increase situational awareness of threats. The bill also requires an assessment of whether existing personnel have what they need to hunt threats and respond to cyber incidents. The first pass to fund federal IT modernization doesn't offer much excitement. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The Technology Modernization Fund, the Federal Citizen Services Fund, and the IT Oversight and Reform Fund aren't getting a lot of love from House lawmakers in the initial version of the 2021 spending bill. The House Appropriations Subcommittee allocated $25 million for the TMF, which is the same as this year. It would give the Federal Citizen Services Fund $55 million, which matches this year's allocation. And subcommittee members cut the ITOR fund down to $11 million from $15 million in 2020. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Four State Department passport offices move into the next stage of reopening. Offices in Boston, Buffalo, Connecticut, and New York reached phase two of reopening on Monday and brought more employees back to work. These offices will accept customers by appointment only and will continue to prioritize life or death emergencies. 
The Bureau of Consular Affairs is processing cases on a first-in, first-out basis and issued more than 230,000 passports last week. A federal union is concerned about a Customs and Border Protection plan to temporarily redeploy 800 CBP officers from their current ports to the Texas border. The National Treasury Employees Union says CBP officers would work on one of two 60-day deployments. The goal is to help the Border Patrol along the southern border, but NTU says it's concerned CBP is not taking enough precautions to keep its members safe from coronavirus during their deployments. NTU wants CBP to commit to testing its officers while on deployment. Environmental Protection Agency operatives are taking the subway to test antimicrobial cleaners. Federal News Network's Tom Temin reports. Not literally, but the agency has teamed up with the New York and Los Angeles mass transit systems. It's looking into products for hard surfaces, such as the grip bars on subways and buses, that keep them disinfected even after they're touched by human hands or other body parts, and that don't require multiple steps to the cleaning process. EPA researchers are also looking into ultraviolet light and electrostatic spray technologies. I'm Tom Temin. The Postal Service is giving employees new face coverings to help beat the heat during the pandemic. These face coverings wick moisture away from the skin and can help employees stay cool during the summer months. USPS began distributing these face coverings to mail carriers and vehicle maintenance employees in June and will continue distribution later this month. The Navy is doing away with physical fitness assessments for the rest of the year because of concerns about coronavirus. The service says all of its personnel will be excused from the next cycle of fitness assessments. As a practical matter, it means they won't have to meet weight standards or pass physical tests that measure push-ups, sit-ups, or running for the rest of 2020. Officials say sailors still need to be ready to pass the next cycle of fitness tests. Those are scheduled to start in January of next year. Senator Bernie Sanders wants to help make the Defense Department's audits more successful. Sanders inserted an amendment into the Senate Defense Authorization Bill, which will allow DOD to provide incentives to agencies and military services for improving on their audit status. Only a small fraction of the Pentagon's components have passed their audits in the two years they've been conducted. The provision would leave it up to DOD as to how it would incentivize those agencies. Two new political jobs at the Census Bureau raised questions from the Commerce Department's Inspector General. The watchdog office asked the Bureau for position descriptions and resumes for its deputy director for policy and his senior advisor. The IG also asked how much each position pays and whether the Bureau has any justification for creating these political jobs. The Bureau announced these hires last month and said they would help oversee decennial operations. And a new cross-agency priority goal aims to make acquisition easier and encourage more innovation. The Office of Management and Budget launched the Frictionless Acquisition Cap Goal, detailing 24 milestones it wants to accomplish over the next 18 months. Frictionless acquisition, which is led by OFPP, DHS, and Commerce, is focused on helping agencies buy commercial items at the same speed as the private sector, manage customer expectations, and break down barriers to entry. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. 